You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Friday, everybody. Thank you guys for, come on, it's Friday. Give you give yourselves a round of applause for checking out the show again. I am just some sports guy, Hickman. This is Locked On Podcast for the Texans, only on Locked On Podcast Network, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Megaphone. Uh, normally, I would start the show with this is, you know, I would say my name until the right of me, then there'd be a pause and you hear a name. But today is a little different. I'm actually doing the show by myself today, so no worries. Uh, you guys will get uh, some really good football insight on what's going on with and around surrounding the Houston Texans. Uh, of course, Let's take a trip around the AFC South. Everybody has improved their team. You look at what Jacksonville did. You look at what Tennessee did and is doing. Indy, who has all the money in the world right now, all the cap space in the world, you see what they're doing. So we got to talk about that. Does the Texans have a chance to continue to be the team that we expect? Win the division. You win that division, you know you win it. You're going to the playoffs. That's what you've done the last couple of years. So that is what we need to see and, and, and discuss. Uh, I have an interesting theory on Donald Penn. If you do not know by now, you're late, super late. I don't know what to tell you, but the Houston Texans have been suiting Donald Penn. They want to get the deal done. But I have a theory on Donald Penn and how he's playing cat and mouse right now. I definitely want to dive into that. Um, and, 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 of course, we have the listening to the listeners this time around on, on today's show and moving forward, especially since I'm um, kind of ace deep today on this Friday, uh, was able to go ahead and get some calls. We've got a couple of voicemails. So we're going to dive into that and just have some fun. I got, a, I got a little beef with Mr. Edge, one of the longtime listeners. Um, and he has a beef about what we said. Well, I, I technically didn't say it. Cody did. But uh, one of Cody's picks on the Texans worth draft pick. And he has a beef. And I'm going to respond to you, sir. But first, let's get out. Let's go ahead and, and regroup ourselves. And when we come back, we're definitely going to dive into the next segment. Donald Penn. You're not fooling nobody but yourself right now. Hear what I have to say about him and more. Start off, kick off the show. It's Friday. Let's have fun. Let's have a happy hour. Let's drink. Let's talk sports. Let's talk Texas. Let's do it all. Before we hop into anything, Joey Uribe on Twitter, he wanted to know, is there an offensive coordinator in the draft asking for Texan fans? LOL. Uh, no, there are no offensive coordinators in this draft as of yet. Maybe a seventh-round draft quarterback in a couple years after he gets his uh, pension for the quarterback for the NFL. I think it's after like five years you'll get your pension. Uh, maybe he'll become an OC and. Maybe he'll have his own coaching tree. I don't know. But no, not right now. There is no coaching um, offensive coordinator. 
Hey guys, it's Friday. You know, I, I want to reiterate that because while you're at work, while you're, I don't know if you if you work in a tire shop, uh, on the way to uh, your your big job or whatever the case is, no job is too small. Every job is very important, especially if it's illegal. We just want to talk some Texans and, and what's going on. Let's let's engage with one another. Once we get to show up, we'll be able to discuss things, whether it be uh, via Twitter, whether it be via Facebook, or if you want to leave reviews or comments. Um, maybe like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Go ahead and drop everything. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear back from you guys. I mean, I know I do. I like to argue. That's what I do. And also come up with theories. Not necessarily uh, conspiracy theories, but I have theories that I come up with. My theory today, Donald Penn doesn't really seem like he wants to play football. I don't know if you guys remember, you know, the great broadcaster, Tony Romo. I don't know if you guys remember, he was once a quarterback in the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't know if you guys remember when he was playing uh, the preseason game against Seattle, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, took off unnecessarily, slid, broke his collarbone, out for the season. I mean, he, he got some burn in week 17, uh, actually scored a touchdown. But he didn't return back to Dallas, got released. There were some suitors. Uh, oddly enough, the Texans were involved. I believe the Broncos were a team that looked at Romo at that time. And for a while, it was a big going back and forth, cat and mouse. You wouldn't necessarily hear any commitment from Romo. Guys, I'm getting the same thing with Donald Penn. We've, we've talked about Penn, and I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm able to do the show today uh, a little solo dolo because I'll be able to just really engage myself. What I've been just looking up and, and figuring out, like, it just seems like Donald Penn right now is at a state where maybe he's looking to get convinced to continue to play football. If you look at the most logical team for him right now, no question, it's the Houston Texans, right? 35, coming off a season where you only played four games. Let me reiterate the age, 35, 315, last time checked, I don't know. Could be bigger. Now, he says, of course, and everybody says this. We don't really buy into it. But he says he still has a lot of football left. I'm not, I'm not buying that. And the Texans are apparently one-year friendly teams. One-year deal friendly teams. They give you a one year. But it just, to me, it feels like he's at a place where... Maybe he's not 100% sold on getting back on the field. And Donald Penn has not been a scrub. And we know about his injury last season. But you go back to 2017, guys. Donald Penn is a guy that allowed one sack in 621 pass blocking attempts. Do I think he's the, the fix-all? No, of course not. not no, he's not a, he's not a fix-all. You still have Davenport out there. You still have um, Henderson, who you, Texans re-signed. There's still 
question about what are you going to do with the guards. But Penn, it just doesn't really seem like he's always sold. And that's scary to me. That's bothering that bothers me because now I don't, if I'm a fan or if I'm a, 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 somebody in the front office, but I don't know if I want to commit to a guy who won't commit to himself for himself. That's my theory. You, I mean, it's not like he can't play. And it's not like if he's anything what he was in 2017, then it won't tremendously help. Maybe sacks go down from 62 to 50. That's still a lot of damn sacks. But you have to really look. If he's not going to give it his all, why should we? But it's very important that this offensive line issue gets fixed, gets evaluated, gets adjusted, get upgraded. Why? Well, I mean, hell. Last year, let's look at the numbers. 62 sacks on the year for Deshaun Watson. 62 sacks led to 384 lost yards. He had a 10.9 sack percentage. That's not good. Sacked seven times twice last season. One of those games were against Indy. They got after him. He also had 133 QB hits. There's no way... A guy is going to last in the league that long if he's taking that much punishment. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And now consider, oh, look what Indy did, which we'll get into next. We'll, we'll take the trip around the AFC. Don't worry. I, play for, I pay for your plane tickets already. Some of y'all got to take a train. But if you just look at the makeup of this team, Donald, it's a no-brainer. What do you want to be a starter? Got it. What do you want? A one-year deal? I'm sure you're gonna get it. You come into a team that won the division last season. And they need you. So you have leverage. You don't want to win the division last season in the one season. And then the, the following season, you don't, you, you know, you don't make it. And in some areas, you may say you're worse. Lamb is gone now. He started 13 games for you last season. Got to a point during that eight-game stretch where the cohesiveness of that offensive line really, and, and Deshaun Washington's play and how he's able to use his legs and extend plays, which he has to learn to get rid of the ball faster and quicker. His decision-making needs to change. But Lamb is gone. He was a part of that eight-game win streak when, when the offensive line looked formidable. Now you're bringing in Centura Henderson. Well, the reason why Lamb started was because Henderson got hurt. There needs to be some addressing in this offensive line. And I think it's going to happen in the draft. I think that's what's going to... We already got questions for the draft. I think this was going to happen in the draft. Which is not, it's, it's not good. You look at what Andy just did. With signing Justin Houston. The Texans should have been more aggressive in free agency. But they were not. Now the guy that everybody would love for you to have. I'm sure you have him. Number one on your draft board. We've talked about him. 
Andre Dilly, you don't know if he's going to be there. You, you, you don't know if Jawan Taylor's going to be there. You need the tackles. You don't know if if, if, if Cody Ford is going to be there. I think if, if any of those guys are there at 23, I think it will be Cody Ford. And I'm on, I'm on the side of draft up to go get your, your lineman. Go get him. He drafted up a couple years ago to go get your quarterback. Do the same now. Call Oakland. Call New York, the Giants, to see if you can trade up. I don't want fans to get caught up in, oh, well, man. Donald Penn. One, we don't know what Donald Penn going to show up. And when I say what Donald Penn, I don't know if we're going to get 17 or we're going to get 2018. And we don't know if he's going to show up. Because he's playing cat and mouse. When we get back, we're going to take a trip around the AFC South as promised. One team, I'm going to kick off with them, the Colts. I think they're, I think they're scary. Actually, I think every team in this division now is scarier. And I'll give you why, of course. I'll give you why. I'll give you some numbers. I'll give you some translating from last season to this season. I'll give you that. Just stick with me. The Locked On Podcast Network presents to you Locked On Texans. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Megaphone, and Stitcher. LockedOnTexans.com as well. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and the Facebook page Locked On Texans. When we get back, a trip around the AFC. Stay soon. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, before we get kicked off on the AFC South, new faces, upgrades with teams, I want to talk about a listener. I'm sure this guy's been a listener before we got here. And trust me, when I tell you, I appreciate your ear. I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your comments. I really do. Mr. Edge, I don't don't know if you're cool with your first name getting put out there. I'm just say Mr. G Edge. Mr. G, last name Edge. And I quote a message when we talked about the worst draft pick in the Texans history uh, the other day. Cody said that it was passing up on Vision. I personally don't think that's the worst simply because, well, you could have had Aaron Rodgers. Or you could have had Marcus Peters. Or you could have had other players. So I, I I wouldn't say passing up on Vince Young to get Mario Williams, who was a pro bowler. But Mr. Ed says, so we're back to wishing we had Vince. Vince would have been like Johnny Football if he had been in town with his posse. That's a strong word, posse. No time for football. Why do you gauge the offseason by how many big busts we can sign? Well, we didn't say how many we can sign. We just said how many was drafted. Sounds like my son playing Madden and changing the roster every other game. Won't work in the NFL, won't work in life either. There is more than just stats in life. And like, just more than just stats like back when Pesceroni complained about the OL and they quit blocking. Let me tell you something real quick. If your son does that, then he sucks at Madden. Just throwing it out there. Maybe he's not good. Maybe he needs to look at another game. Also, Vince Young had a winning record in the NFL. He's also a rookie of the year. He's also a two-time pro bowler. Johnny Manziel couldn't 
couldn't really sustain a, a time in, in Cleveland. Two different things. Two different things. I would just rather reevaluate re whether you need to buy this on a different game. Just joking. It's all jokes, Mr. Mr. Edge. It's all jokes. Thank you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. I, I'm, I'm joking, semi, but I'm here, and I, please keep it coming. Keep it coming. You know, I love it. I love the back and forth. One thing about me, guys, if I, you know, some days I'll do shows by myself. I'm a fun person, but when I am able to do shows like this in the off season, where there's not much going on. The free agency for the Texans hasn't been that fun. The draft isn't, you know, it's still a month away. A lot of evaluations is going on. You can really see how well I know the sport of football. Now we're going to get on this train to the AFC South. What's going on? Well, any signed Justin Houston. Two-year deal, $24 million. He does turn 30 at the start of the season. But let's, please don't look at age. Not for Justin Houston. 2014, I mean, we know this guy. Him and J.J. Watt were going back and forth for who's going to be the sack king leader in that, in that time frame. That time frame. Uh, that year, he ended off with 22, a half a sack from tying the record of Michael Strahan. Last two years, Justin Houston has 18 and a half sacks. He also missed four games last season. They're going to be a very good edge rusher. His best years in Kansas City, 3-4. Last couple years, active, a 4-3. In a 4-3, he still gave you nine and a half sacks. You're going to be strictly rushing the quarterback now. And I'll get to how that's going to affect the Texans. He's going to add his, 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 his ability to the Colts, who already ranked 19th in defense last season. Led by Darius Leonard, an all-pro linebacker in his rookie year. He also posted a 85.7 PFF rating in 2018. Guys, he still can play. Huge signing for the Colts. Why do I sound excited? Well, I'm not really excited. It's more so of a concern. It's a huge concern. Why? <laughs> Gave up 62 socks last season. I hate to keep pondering on it. I keep hitting and hitting and hitting. But it's the truth. There's some adjustments that need to be made as quick as possible. And it's scary because, well, we know how banged up that division was last season. A couple teams, Texas got off to a, you know, almost a rough start. They go eight in a row. The Colts start off terrible. Then they make a run. Tennessee, if I get into next, they dealt with injuries. Jacksonville just dealt with Blake Bortles being their starting quarterback, for God's sakes. And there's some improvements. I'm looking at, so look, look, look at Tennessee. They go and get Cameron Wake for a couple years. Cameron Wake is 37, but he still can ball. They have 39 sacks on the season last year. They're already the eighth-ranked defense in the NFL. 
They went out and added an, another quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Either push Mariota or push Mariota out the way. You go get Adam Humphreys, a good slot quarterback. I'm sorry, slot receiver. He can do he can do some damage. Jacksonville ranked five in defense last season. They re up on their guys. And they also gonna pay Blake Bortles to leave. <laughs> get out of get out of town. We don't want you anymore. We're gonna get a little foes magic. By the way, did y'all know Ryan Fitzpatrick is now playing for Miami? How long until the fist magic kicks up, runs out, makes an appearance one more time, gets embarrassed, gets benched, just to have some more fist magic show up? They're thanking for two in Miami. So I don't know if Fitzpatrick is the guy for that. Like, if you want to tank in the NFL, Fitzpatrick is not your guy. you got to go get Brock Osweiler. You see the correlation there with those two quarterbacks? But I, I wanted to bring those other teams up, Indy, Jacksonville, Tennessee, how they all have improved their roster tremendously. Indy re-signed some guys, and they go get Justin Houston. They bring in Devin Funches. It won't be a cakewalk for the Texans. That's all I'm getting at. It won't. It will get difficult. It will be harder than last season. Now, of course, I'm looking at paper. The game is not played on paper. The game is played on the field. Paper can't go out there and, and, and play. A paper soldier is non-existent in the game of trenches. I get that. But now we know for a fact, well, it's time to be a little more aggressive. Definitely time to be a little bit more aggressive. Not too much. I'm not going to keep you guys too long. I gave you guys my theory. We took the trip around the AFC. Before we get out of here, of course, my favorite part of the show thus far. Listening to the listeners, we got a couple voicemails from our guy, Daryl. He has a couple questions. So please don't go anywhere. Just share to your friends. Comment. Retweet. Leave reviews. Leave complaints. Call the HR office. Listen with your buddies while you're drinking a beer. While you're driving your lift to go pick up your next your next uh, rider. Do whatever you got to do, but stay tuned. On the other side, when we get back, Locked On Podcast for the Texas on your Locked On Podcast Network, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Megaphone. I'm going to ask Mr. Edge, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, for his son's gamer tag to play him in Madden. That'll be fun, right? Should I? I should just go get his gamer tag to play him in Madden. Hey, before we get out of here, thank you guys for lending your ear. It's Friday. I want you guys to have a good Friday. Whenever you get off from your jobs that you don't want to be at at the time, go have some fun. Say fun. Please be safe. Don't do anything reckless. But have some fun. Watch, watch some March Madness with your, with your buddies, with your kids, with your grandkids. Drink a beer. Whatever the case is, just go have some fun. You deserve it. I know I will. 
But enough about me. I want to hear back from you guys. So we had the line open. Call us at, you know, whatever you want to talk about sports with Texas, 832-359-1421. What we're doing is we're going to open up the line. And you guys, leave a voicemail. Talk about the Texans. Talk about the show. Make it short. Make it sweet. Make it nasty. It don't matter. Just don't make it too long. Leave your name. I want to hear from you. My boy Daryl. Let me make sure I got that right. Daryl gave us a call. Left a voicemail about what the Texans should do at the 23rd pick. Daryl, what you think the Texans should do? Well, let's hear the question from Daryl, and then I'll go from there. How about that? Here's a question for the show. If now that the Colts have signed Justin Houston, should the Texans go out and get a veteran offensive tackle and then double down in the first round? Can Julian Davenport, if we're stuck with him at left tackle, have any hope against Justin Houston? Would you want to put a rookie on the edge competing against Justin Houston week after week? Does the Texans make a move in the first round to counter what the Colts have done, or do you stay true and go with best player available model? Thank you for that question. Darren also has another one, but I wanted to tackle this one first. One tackle the first one first, uh, of course. It's 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 a no brainer for me. It should be a no brainer for the organization. Um, you go offensive line. You go big boy. You go big body. You go protection. Deshaun Watson is a delicate. He's in a delicate position, right? He drafted up for him a couple years ago. First year tears ACL, second year gets sacked 62 times. There's only so much you can do. And it's only so, so much time you can last with taking that many hits. I mean, 333 last season? Sacked seven times twice? Sacked 62 times at a 10.9 sack percentage? In his second year? It's a no-brainer you go out and you get your offensive line to protect them. Now, here's the thing. You mentioned Cody Ford over Dillard. I think that's where it goes wrong. I think Dillard's stock is rising rapidly. I mean, that that, that kid can ball. That, that's a grown man. I also think Taylor can ball as well. He's a grown man. The question now is, do you go with what's left? Do you go with a Dalton Reisner? I, I really haven't been seeing him on the Texas draft board, but I've just watched him. I saw him play in college. That's a big, meaty move out the way. If you don't move out the way, if you don't make this mountain move, don't worry, I got it. Just say hood. Say when. Do you take a chance on Greg Little? Good size. Good strength. Decent feet. Tends to give up on plays a couple times. I don't think cornerback is the way to go. You don't go out. You don't want to protect your franchise quarterback by drafting a cornerback. No, you draft you 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 draft your franchise lineman to protect your franchise quarterback. That's how it works. Still think the Texans should draft up. Go ahead and make moves. Drop. Be ballsy. Make a ballsy move. Stop being so conservative. 
Stop. It's just like the offense sometimes. Run, run, play action. Stop. It's time off for that. Daryl has another question. Daryl, what you got to ask? That's a really good question. Um, you definitely want to counter what the Colts did. Because when you, you look at it, look at this division makeup. All right? Let's not even get to the Colts. Jacksonville has Calais Campbell, Marcel Darius. You want to counter what they are going to do. Tennessee has Cameron Wake now, Jarrell Casey. He, he can flat out ball. You want to counter what they're going to do. Now, Indy, one side has Jabal Sheard, who's good. The other side now has Justin Houston. Of course, you want to counter what they do. And even if you go get that veteran presence at left tackle, which, I mean, we would hope, of course, we would hope it's going to be, um, we would hope it'll be Donald Penn. We'd hope. I don't think Penn knows. But nonetheless, you go get a veteran, and you still go O-line. Like, everything shows protection is needed. One thing you don't want to do to your franchise quarterback is burn him. And I say that lightly. Funny, though, right? You want to get protection. You don't want to burn your quarterback. You see how I did that? Because if not, then in, in, in two years, you're going to be asking yourself why we didn't draft Vince Young. No, I'm sorry. Why we did not draft Aaron Rodgers. Well, we had Carr. Yeah, but Carter were never, was never able to really show what he can do. And by no means am I comparing David Carter to Sean Watson. I'm not doing that. But Carr still holds the record for most sacks in this time span. I believe so. You don't want that to happen again. You just don't. Thanks, Daryl, for your input, your questions. Um, I really appreciate it. Guys, everybody that's listening, please, 832-359-1421. Again, that's 832-359-1421. Questions, comments, concerns about the show, about the team, the organization. Call. Leave a voicemail. Tweet it to us. Tweet it to me, some sports guy on Twitter. You know? That's what we're here for. This is the Locked On Podcast Network featuring the Locked On Texas Podcast. I am John, some sports guy Hickman. Daryl, thank you for your comments today. Mr. Edge, I love you, man. Let's, let's, let's tussle again. Let's, let's word tussle again. Listen to this episode. Let me know how you feel. No, better yet, let me know what you would do if you were the GM of the Houston Texans right now. If offseason started and you had $72 million worth of cap space, Mr. Edge, what would you do? And that goes for everybody. Until next time, please do your own research. Do your Googles. Do your Googles. Take time out. Have fun this Friday, guys. Please, have fun. Do whatever you can to put a smile on your face and hope the Texans can improve their roster until the next time we talk. 
Once again, I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and I'm out.